A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, uh, Bojidar, thank you for being with us uh, on uh, on this uh, talk uh, about uh, real estate in uh, Bulgaria uh, specifically and basically in the region of the Balkans. How do you see things? So what can you tell us about your company, about yourself? Introduce yourself to the thank Balkans. You, thank you for the invitation. And uh, I hope that I will be helpful to your viewers and listeners. Uh, my name is Bojidar Zakhariev and I'm the GM of uh, Cleves. We are a real estate company which is focused on uh, residential real estate in the capital Sofia. And uh, we provide apartment rentals in some of the best locations in Sofia. And when I say apartment rentals, I mean fully furnished apartments which have been designed by our own interior designers with uh, high quality furniture, with security, with uh, garage space with everything that you need. So you can basically, uh, when you come into our apartments, you can basically put your slippers on and you can start living in there mm. with no problems. We take care of all the bills, all the taxes, any problems you have, we yeah. take care of them because remember we own the whole building. So yep. if you have a noisy neighbor, we can always take care of it. And uh, you can rest assured that we provide the highest possible quality. We have been uh, in business in Sofia for over 12 years now, right. and we work with uh, multinational companies, with their employees when they're located in Sofia, and also with uh, diplomats with, uh, from a variety of uh, embassies. Mm. Um, that's it in a nutshell about us, and I'll be happy to share more information about sure. who we are and uh, what we do as we Go on sure. with the let's, conversation. Let, let's dive deep into it. Um, where, where do you think the real estate, like, okay, uh, housing and apartments for rental, this is understood. I think people with the work from home are going to maybe look to move to bigger spaces to have an office in it. And I'm pretty sure you have uh, a lot of information about this. But where do you see business real estate going in the sense of a lot of companies are dropping their offices, their open spaces, right? And they're basically sending yeah. everybody home. So where do you see this trend? Do you see it in the future, in the near future? I think that the doom and gloom forecasts that we have been hearing for the past few months are just not going to happen. Okay. And the evidence is there uh, in Sofia and the major big cities where you have a lot of business properties concentrated. Okay. Uh, yes, in fact, we have a situation where especially the multinational corporations do need to keep their employees at home uh, until the vaccine is distributed and the health risks are minimized. But at the same time, we are social animals. Let's not yeah. forget that uh, most of our businesses rely on our creativity. We need to be together to bounce ideas back and forth. 
and simply as well as uh, video conferencing is uh, doing, uh, it's a good start, but it's not sufficient, especially if you want to have an innovative company and if you want to have a company which is doing uh, well. So to keep your team motivated, uh, you do need to keep your team together and uh, communicating as much as possible and live. So moving forward, I think that even though now, for example, in Sofia, we're seeing double digit vacancies in yeah. the class A offices, which by the way, was unheard of for about a decade. Uh, I think that's a temporary uh, situation and soon we are going to see people returning gradually to the offices. But uh, let's keep in mind, it's not going to be the normal that we know from before. Mm. I think that companies are realizing that uh, they need to emphasize on their digitalization. And uh, many of these processes have accelerated over the past few months. Yeah. Uh, all the companies have been talking about digitization, uh, working from home, and that's been put on hold for quite a few of them for years and years. And I think that the current COVID situation has accelerated the process. So um, I don't see any doom and gloom uh, on the offices front. Now, when it comes to malls, that's a bit of a different situation because yeah. I think that our mentality and our habits have changed. Uh, I don't know if it has happened to you, but as you're going out on the street, Already, we are all starting to think, well, can I get close to this person? Should Absolutely. I stay away from here, from there? And I think that Absolutely. mentally, our uh, purchasing and our shopping habits have changed. And I think that the malls will be uh, suffering the most, the retail especially. Yeah. Uh, already, by the way, we are seeing a move, especially in Sofia and the larger cities in Bulgaria, towards uh, retail parks outside yeah. of the congested Absolutely. areas in the in the center of the city Absolutely. and closer to uh, where some of the smaller towns are located. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I on think the, uh, on the warehouse side of real estate, uh, thanks to online purchases, yeah, and online shopping, we have seen a boom. Yeah. And we are already seeing quite a few companies, including some of our tenants, by the way, asking us to assist them with some of these uh, demands that they have not only this i've seen i've seen small shops that have um, uh, that have uh, warehouses for example next to the airport for their import and export they ditched the warehouse next to the airport and they rented physical apartments in the city so that they can organize deliveries faster right so like people are turning their people are turning apartments into warehouses now you know, like they're renting an apartment just to put stuff in it to be able to, to ship and to be able to make it like a studio. So, yeah, I think I think the habits, what you touched on the habits of consumption is uh, very true. And I think um, we're going to people are speculating on the death of small business. I think people are buying better. I don't know if you observed it, but I think people now with the crisis, with the financial crisis that comes with the COVID crisis and sanitary crisis, People are more careful with their purchase, like they're buying a little bit more quality than quantity. They're buying yeah. a bit more, maybe eating less, but eating better. So I think the mass consumption is a little bit on hold and which favors parts of the smaller businesses. Uh, because is... this retail that you're talking about, malls basically is maybe 
like it's 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 shifting to online uh, malls are yeah. shifting to online but uh, the small mom and pop shops retail are a little bit more uh, although they're suffering right now but they're back into the hype you know like people are more and more consuming bio products people are more and more consuming the cheese that comes from the village next door not from the villa supermarket you know like you see what i mean so it's it's kind of a it's kind of a old old habits coming back into this so i think it's going to be a very interesting situation there's uh, it's interesting that you raise this because there is definitely a move towards more quality on all yeah. fronts yeah. Uh, and we see this in real estate, by the way, uh, in residential, we are seeing mm. more and more people demanding houses, mm. uh, more and more people leaving the center of Sofia, trying to avoid the congestion, the noise, yeah. Uh, yeah. the pollution. Yeah. And uh, in our case, with our apartments, we are seeing more and more people seeking bigger, larger, more luxurious uh, apartments because we do spend more time in our apartments yeah. than we've spent ever yeah. before yes so whereas before people were perceiving apartments as simply the place where you go sleep then you leave in the morning you come back in the evening exactly. now people are demanding uh, a view uh, people a view, are demanding a living room a nice terrace a dining table you know i have, I have good, good infrastructure yeah. and yeah. for example in one of our projects in uh, este in Istok. Mm -hmm. We are seeing a big demand for some of the larger apartments because there you have uh, the fitness center, you have the spa, yeah. you have a garden, which is beautifully landscaped. You have um, terraces with wonderful mountain views. I, I know, I know the region. It's just next to my, it's just next to my place. I was a little bit down, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, absolutely. It's like I've seen. I, I have friends of mine that that actually moved to bigger apartments and they bought dining tables like they said listen we yeah. used to eat in the kitchen in the morning like quickly and then go to work and then in the evening eat something quickly in the kitchen and then watch tv but now it became like an institution so every morning we take breakfast with the kids we have a dining table lunchtime either mom yeah. or dad are at home because most of them are not like completely working from home but maybe in hybrid so there is a like a it becomes like a ceremony like a social ceremony at home and we're spending more time uh, on this Oh, the demand for cabinets yes. being increased. Yes. Many of our tenants want to have a separate cabinet room in their apartment. Exactly. Like a small office or a small studio or a small... Uh, yep, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Bujidar, a, a quick question. Let's, let's dive into a little bit uh, for somebody coming from outside uh, and uh, would like... Now that we established a little bit how the market is moving and how it's going. So let's let's dive into your uh, company so the ideal client for you would be like the the target client the target audience that uh, you serve would who would it be on on the rental side i i think that it's a good idea to split the types of company uh, the types of clients that we're seeking in two categories uh, one is uh, the the tenant that we're seeking and the other is potentially an investor with whom we could do a jv uh, and other options that we have. So on the tenant side, uh, about 90% of our tenants are managers of multinational companies. And uh, these managers come to Sofia for both short-term business trips for say three, four days a week or a month, 
and also for a full mandate of three, four, five, however many years they may be located in Sofia. Uh, then we also have the diplomats. Uh, we work with several embassies and with them again. We okay. house their employees both for short-term business trips, but also for the full duration of the respective uh, mandate. Okay. Um, we also work with uh, locals, with uh, Bulgarians, both managers and families. Okay. But uh, the mentality of Bulgarians, as you probably know, is of uh, apartment ownership. Yeah. I was recently looking at some statistics mm. and we are close to the top three in terms of uh, residence ownership. We are yeah. over 96% of Bulgarians live in their own apartment that they yeah. either inherited from their parents or yeah. grandparents or they, they purchased. Or, or, or simply purchased, yes. It's, uh, that's something I observed compared to where I came from, from Paris. Uh, before I, when I moved here, everybody is buying, 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 buying. And I'm like, okay, but like I yeah, have a mentality yeah. about real estate. I have a mentality in my head is like buy where you can rent and rent where you want to live. Right. That's, that's my mentality in real estate, but it's definitely not the mentality here. Like the mentality here is there's much that you can buy, buy because yeah. money in an apartment is better than money in the bank. So I think it's like, that's the, that's what I observed. So it's kind of a... And a lot of people, by the way, are paying for this uh, mentality because a lot of people over the past few years purchased apartments, not only for their residential use, but for investment. And yeah. once, for example, booking or Airbnb couldn't provide the short terms that they were relying on, yeah. If you open certain locations in Sofia, now you see lots of properties on sale. Yep. Or Studentskigrad, for example. A lot yeah. of people purchased apartments there to rent them to the university students. And now that the students are able to uh, study from long distance from their exactly. hometowns. So they don't need the apartments anymore. They have mortgages and now they have to put the apartment on the market for sale. Absolutely. 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 Get whatever they can. So that's that's on the side of the tenants. Uh, mm -hmm. On uh, the side of, of the investors, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Cleves uh, is not a public company. Okay. Uh, it's uh, the investment of private individuals, mm -hmm. not Bulgarians, but uh, foreigners. And uh, we have had a successful relationship with these individuals for over 12 years now. Uh, but again, we see many opportunities on the market and we're always seeking investors who would like to join us and expand our portfolio. Mm. So, for example, one option would be for us to acquire buildings. Yep. And I certainly think that in the future there will be opportunities uh, moving forward for that. Uh, the other option, of course, is for us to manage some of the buildings that other investors have already acquired. Mm. Uh, and we already have a success story uh, in that regard, for example, in Doctor's Garden, we manage uh, one building with over 30 apartments, which is not our ownership, but we... Okay. You have the mandate of the management contract. Exactly. We designed the building, yeah. uh, we helped the investor purchase the right furnishing, we did the project management, and yeah. now we are exclusively renting the apartments. Okay. So basically, uh, so it's also both. an option. You do both. An option is I have some money, I give you some money, and then you invest it where you see it fit. 
or another option exactly. is I acquire the property and I need somebody to manage it for me and to help exactly. me out, make it attractive and make it sellable in Bulgaria. And so that's exactly. like a management fee. We, we believe in Sofia as the capital. Yep. And uh, over the past few years, we have seen a significant increase in the number of uh, call centers that are opened, a variety of manufacturing yep. businesses opening. So Sofia is booming. And we are eager to keep investing in uh, Sofia. And there are certainly going to be opportunities. I mean, you, we, we all realize that for the moment, there aren't that many projects which are suffering because of the mortgage moratoriums from the banks. Yeah. But uh, in, yeah. in a few months, this is going to expire. Yeah. And sooner or later, we need to realize that there is a problem. They need to recognize the elephant in the room. Absolutely. And I think that's when we will see some uh, interesting opportunities for investment. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm still, on a personal basis, I'm still a little bit waiting. Like I was, I was so close last year to make an investment. And then I'm like, I don't know, something told me like, wait a minute, wait a little bit, wait a little bit. And I'm so glad I waited because now like, I'm, I'm, I'm observing a lot of uh, great opportunities uh, that are going up like warehouses, offices that are being dumped by big companies that get bigger or smaller offices. And then they're on rent for like uh, something 30% less than what they were rent on like uh, last year. But I know, I know that it's gonna bounce back because what most people don't realize, and this is an observation from somebody that works with uh, a lot of foreign companies. I don't have Bulgarian clients in Bulgaria or very few. Uh, so I spend most of my time outside of Bulgaria. And I think the dependence on China has been over uh, uh, underestimated, sorry, uh, before the crisis. And the crisis has basically showcased it to Europe. And I think what companies are going to look for right now is to, in, on a European scale, is to diminish the dependency on China or India or Asia. And I don't see anywhere else than Bulgaria, Romania, Greece, uh, you know, like all the European, Poland. So th this, this is going to be the next uh, destination. So I'm, I'm betting on kind of a boom that we knew in the 90s when the when those countries uh, and the 2000s when those countries joined the European Union you know like everybody now Renault is producing in Romania you know like you see what i mean we're we're having some factories opening and i'm and i'm betting on the next shift to be the technology the robotic parts that we necessarily don't want to ship to china but we cannot produce in germany otherwise the phone would cost 5000 euros right so we we need to we need to kind of a balance out like it's gonna be like okay we don't want to do it in China but maybe we cannot do it in Germany either so we're gonna have to do it in Bulgaria or something. So we have already seen an evolution in that regard in the types of uh, investors that are coming to Bulgaria. Okay. Many years ago, uh, it was the time of the call centers because yeah. it was really cheap and uh, especially for Sofia. Mm -hmm. wages have risen and already we see the profile of the investors changing mm -hmm. from the simple tasks that are being outsourced to more complex tasks so yeah. for example in sofia we already have several research and development centers for some of the biggest multinationals absolutely pharmaceutical uh, companies uh, absolutely absolutely uh, and uh, th this is a good move for all of us because we are still a very competitive location mm -hmm. yes 
there is a demographic uh, problem. There aren't that many young people, still a lot of people leave the country, but we are seeing the reverse trend, especially now in COVID. We have had, by the way, we've had so many inquiries from Bulgarians who have lived out of Bulgaria for five, 10, 15 years. Now they're coming back to Bulgaria. They have a good job that uh, they can work remotely and uh, they're coming back with their families. Mm. Some of our tenants are families with kids that were born and raised, one of them in the States, and now they have come back to Bulgaria to continue living in uh, Bulgaria. So we are seeing people coming back. We are seeing uh, opportunities for investment, and it's quite competitive uh, wage-wise, the labor. I mean, just a, a side story. Recently, I was talking to some of our shareholders, and I was saying, I was warning them, you know, effective January 1st, the minimum wage is going to increase. Absolutely. And, you know, the expectation is, well, it's going to hit our OPEC significantly. It's going yeah. to hurt. But then when you look at it, it's not such a big uh, increase. I mean, we are only talking about 650 left. Yeah. And to many of the investors and uh, shareholders, sometimes they ask, is this for a week? Is this for a day? No, it's for a month. It's for I a mean, month. Granted, it's the minimum wage. You yeah. cannot expect uh, high quality and skilled labor. This yeah. just gives you an idea how far behind our wages are yeah. behind Western Europe, the States, and many other locations. So you get what I, you pay for. This is capitalism 101. You get what you pay for. Come on. Like if you want, yes. if you, if yes. you want, the good news is that we still have the universities yeah. that uh, are educating people with two, three languages, with yeah. technical skills. Exactly. And Bulgaria is still producing a lot of employees with good uh, STEM backgrounds Absolutely. in the sciences, technology, and math. Mm -hmm. We still, by the way, uh, almost every year, our high schoolers uh, win the Olympiads in, mm -hmm. uh, in the mm -hmm. world. Yeah, yeah, Olympiads. Well, okay, so let's dive into something a little bit more in detail. Um, let's let's give some um, some do's and don'ts about uh, investment. So let's take a scenario where I'm an investor and I have like um, I'm a retired person. Let's say I'm somebody that is retired from a job in Western Europe and I am sitting on 150,000 euros of cash of my retirement fund and like basically everything, and I want to move and live in Bulgaria. Right, because I want to spend my retirement in Bulgaria, uh, and so what would be the do's and don'ts in your opinion? The first and most important one is don't do it yourself. Okay. I think that uh, a lot of uh, foreigners who invested uh, in some of the summer and winter resorts uh, got burned in the previous crisis, uh, mm -hmm. 2008, 9, and 10. Uh, because they chose to do everything themselves. They didn't uh, rely on uh, experienced companies and professionals. Yeah. Yeah. And they paid a heavy price. Mm. So my number one recommendation would be to find a reliable partner with the track record, with mm -hmm. uh, the successful team and the experience, uh, and uh, to invest with them. So okay. if you are in a position that you are, that Bulgaria seems attractive, Go ahead, explore it, but do find the right partners and uh, shop around. I'm yeah. not saying this uh, so that uh, people can come to us only, but do compare. Uh, see who has been in business, 
see who has good reputation because over the past few years, many construction companies, many developers, they have gone out of business. Yeah. And if you don't have at least five, six or 10 years of business experience in uh, Bulgaria or Sofia or whichever location you want to invest in, yeah. uh, there is a significant level of risk. Mm. Uh, number two, don't be cheap. Don't yeah. be cheap. The money that you invest in consultants, in market research, will pay back significantly in the long run in the future. Absolutely. And I think that uh, that's, that's also one lesson that uh, many foreign investors have learned the hard way. Yeah. Because many of them were uh, purchasing apartments in Bansko, Pamporovo, or yeah. Sylvie over the internet yeah. after a few emails exchanged. Yeah, you don't do, uh, do 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 come do take a look around get a feel for it and then yes, you will spend, have a spend idea. 10 days in bulgaria come come spend 10 days in bulgaria it's not very yeah. Expensive, yeah. you know like do a, do a short uh, come in the winter to bansko be a i always i always tell my friends like this is kind of a it's not i'm not a real estate specialist but it's like common sense 101 like okay you want to buy an apartment in this city great go live there for like a week two weeks, three weeks, like, yeah. you know, like rent an apartment in that city and live in it for two, three weeks and see what, what's around. Uh, First hand experience is second to none. And that's why, by the way, whenever we have expats coming into Bulgaria, into Sofia for the first time, we offer them to stay in our apartments for one, two, three nights, however long they want, just to get a feel for the project, the location yeah. and the area. Yeah. And then if they if they're happy with it, we will be happy to have them as a tenant. If not, we part ways or we show them one of the other locations to test Absolutely. and we move forward. Absolutely. So it's always good to have uh, to, to dip your toe okay. uh, first before you commit. Okay. So that's not that these are the two uh, things to, to, to really be careful about. I've heard some stories, and maybe we're you you're gonna be able to help with this. I've heard some stories about multiple tenants because of some administrative uh, thing like you buy a piece of land and you bought it from an owner of that land and or or an apartment or whatever and then you realize five six years later that you want to add something or you want to apply for a permit of construction or something and then you realize that there's an owner uh, that has maybe one percent or 0.1 percent and he ends up having one or two square meters on your land right but he's in the u.s because he emigrated right and so what what how how do you deal with these things uh, this, this is a this is a big issue for us because it's preventing investment into the cbd area of sofia for example yeah where you have many older buildings absolutely which are in the right location there is uh they're ripe for development but there is a problem with ownership and uh, that's why, by the way, all of our investments we have done with reputable developers, mm -hmm. with uh, brand new buildings, so we know that there are no such risks. Yeah. Uh, but how, can, how, how, how do you suggest a, a foreigner to, to, to uh, like, what are, the, what are the due diligence? Like, what's the due diligence to be able to do on, on these things to avoid falling into that trap? This goes back to what I said in, on the previous question. Just be uh, ready to invest uh, in a reliable partner. Okay. Don't be uh, hasty. Mm -hmm. uh, be patient. Mm -hmm. Find a lawyer 
who can do the due diligence, who can dig out all the documents, check everything that he needs to check and don't push them. We've seen yeah. this problem with some investors. They put themselves uh, an unreasonable deadline. I want to purchase, I want to purchase within this month. This is not a realistic uh, scenario. Give yourselves and your attorneys the time to dig out the documents and then they will do the research because bear in mind that a lot of documentation, especially for buildings which are pre-1970, 1960, yeah. uh, there is very little archive, if any. Yeah. So in many of these uh, locations, you have to start from scratch and you have to find a technician who is going to measure the area, who is going to submit it to the cadaster uh, agency. Then you, you have, have to redo the, the rebuild the history. Actually, you have to yes, redo the yes. this lot. Exactly, this exactly. So this this all takes time, and it takes a lot of effort and professionals to do it. Okay. But in the end, some of these uh, opportunities pay off definitely. So. Uh, it is a problem that we have. That's why to this day, if you go to downtown Sofia, you see these wonderful buildings with uh, excellent location, with ruined facades, with yeah. empty apartments, yeah. which are like a gold mine. Some of these yeah, apartments- Yeah, they're, they're like, I've even, I've even seen some very beautiful architectural buildings. Like, of course they need renovation. I'm, my business is design. Like I work in design and, uh, yeah. and, uh, and uh, interior design and, and basically trade show design also and stand design. And when I look at this and I'm like, okay, like this is, this is such a wasted, this is such a wasted uh, building. Like you, you have an amazing location. It can be turned into a library, a hotel, a whatever you want to turn it into. It could be a cabinet for lawyers. Like, but yeah. then you look at it and then it's empty. And you, you, you see on a on a on a piece of paper, for example, that okay, the the construction or or the renovation has stopped because there is some issue on something, or you know, like it's always something like that. And yeah, that's why, by the way, uh, you, you have these contrasts. You have old ladies, for example, in the center of Sofia who are begging, uh, even though they own real estate, some of them for hundreds of thousands of euros. But yeah. they cannot sell this real estate. They cannot yeah. rent this real estate to reputable tenants because they have documentary problems with this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they don't have the money to be able to solve those problems. So it's like a, it's yeah, it's a, exactly. like they're sitting on a real estate empire, right? They're sitting on a on a two hundred thousand euro worth of real estate, but they don't have enough money to be able to make the paperwork to make it only their own, right? Or to yeah. follow the different tenants or the owners. That's a, that's it's a, a snow, that's unfortunately it's a snowball effect because yeah. there is definitely big demand for Sofia for good yeah. locations. Yeah. But because you cannot develop such central uh, locations, many people have to buy when they need apartment outside in neighborhoods which, which don't have the proper infrastructure, I see. Uh, which don't have schools, which I don't see. have kindergartens, don't have uh, hospitals. And uh, one thing leads to another, unfortunately. Absolutely. And do you think, do you think in the future, this, this is something like, do you bet on time or do you think like, do you think it's going to be gradually solved with time? Or do you think that there's something that needs to be done on a, like, is it a, do you make a call on you and your fellow real estate uh, developers or investors or colleagues in the, in the business to say, okay, let's maybe, I don't know. 
There are many efforts in uh, different areas. Uh, for example, with uh, the Real Estate Association, mm -hmm. there has been a push for over a decade yeah. to legislate a law. Mm -hmm. uh, who gets to be a broker? What yeah. the rules are? How exactly. to qualify? This is not, this is not very well established here. Anybody can sell anything, basically. And this is part of the problem for the real estate community because mm. uh, many of the players on this market are not reliable. Yeah. Uh, but I think that in the long run, especially with uh, COVID and with many Bulgarians coming back from abroad, mm. there will be a move to quality. There will okay. be a move to bigger demands from both sellers and buyers. Okay. And uh, it's going to happen gradually. Let's 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 be honest. Nothing happens quickly. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to take absolutely. years and years, but I think already we see this with some of the neighborhoods which are being developed. Okay. You see people demanding, especially young families demanding kindergartens. You mm -hmm. see uh, the municipality trying to find plots of land where they can put those kindergartens to be developed. So there is a change from what we saw in the previous boom in 2005, six up until yep. the previous crisis. All right. But uh, it will take time. It will take time. And I think it's, it's like everything. If you want to make a move, the, it, it doesn't matter how many steps you're moving ahead as long as you're moving a little bit and then basically make sure that whatever quality you're providing and whatever work you're providing, it's, uh, it's on the long run. I think it's especially in real estate because uh, it's, uh, I think it's, it's, it's kind of a, if we're going to go philosophical into this, it's like a piece of ownership on planet Earth. You know, like I did, I did the other day a calculation of math and I said, okay, there are 8 billion people on the planet, right? And so I wanted to know like one person, what's the surface of the earth, right? And like the, the livable surface land on earth. And uh, what, what's a piece of what, how many people on it and how many, how much should I own, right? To be like, if you want to split it to everybody on the planet, how much should I own? And I came down to 6,000 acres. So I was like, okay, that's a, so it's a- You have a long way to go. Yeah, like it's a, it came like to, I think six acres or 6,000, something like this, but it came, it, it came down to a number that is like, okay, well, wow, like there is space. Like it's, I, 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 I assume that it's gonna be much smaller given the sizes of the cities and stuff like this, but there's, there's a lot of space. There's still a lot of space on, the, on this planet. Yeah. Well, you know what they say in the real estate uh, business, uh, land is land, you can, you should always invest in land because simply they don't produce any more of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it doesn't go anywhere. You can bomb it, you can, you know, like it's land, you know, like it's, uh, it's it doesn't go anywhere. Like you can, you cannot destroy land, you know, like you can destroy what's on the land, but you cannot destroy land. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, Bojidar, uh, thank you for the for the talk. Any any kind of, any kind of last things you want to you want to address? Any any? My pleasure. It's been a pleasure chatting with you, and uh, let me take the opportunity to wish all of your listeners uh, happy holidays. Thank you. And uh, let's hope that 2021 will be a healthier and uh, a successful year. Thank you. I think Thank you. we've learned our quite a few lessons in yeah. 2020 and moving yeah. forward, we should not forget them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 
all the best to you and your family. With your permission, I'll include your LinkedIn profile in the in the description sure. so that people can connect with you and maybe they want to ask you some private questions on this. Sure. If that's, uh, if I'll that's... be happy to to answer any of them. Great, great, and all well, the best. Thank, thank you, Bujida. Thank you. Thank you for watching this video. I hope it brought you some value. If you would like to engage, please leave a comment in the comment section. You can also click the subscribe button and activate notification to receive the updates on this channel. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.